sick of all these people talking out their heads. Into the Woods Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Woods. Lot to get into this week. We got a lot to talk about this week. Brittany Griner is free. I committed an international crime, perhaps. And once again, my favorite football team keeps letting me down. Welcome to another episode of the End of the Woods podcast. Packed show, packed show, is classic radio jargon. Yeah, I know classic radio jargon because I'm in the biz. I know a lot of you don't get it because you're not in the biz, but (laughs) buddy, I'm in the biz, okay? I bought a $60 microphone on Amazon and now I'm a professional. It doesn't take much to be a podcasting professional. Here's the couple things you need. One, an ego. Two, microphone. And three, one or two ways to record your podcast and also not to punch your microphone over. But anyways, how was your guys' weekend, dude? I just got done watching an advertisement for AIDS medication. Um, it's an important distinction there. I wasn't watching an advertisement for AIDS, but... I love that it's just pinned on gay people. Like, I love that AIDS is still just, like, a gay people problem. Like, I, it's just so funny that there's an ad where it's just like, yeah, only gay people get AIDS, so... If you're straight, stop watching this. You you won't get AIDS. <laughs> yeah, right, we're straight. We don't get AIDS. But that's just not scientifically true. Is it more possible to get it if you're gay? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, right? How was your guys' weekend? Brittany Griner's was pretty good, huh? We traded her for a, uh, for a what? No, not a what? A who? Um, yeah, she got traded for, uh, Brittany Griner does light basketball workout. First move is a dunk. Russian arms dealer says he wished Griner good luck as he, at prisoner exchange. This guy looks like a guy that lived in my neighborhood when I was younger. Maybe he did. Victor Bout. The arms dealer freed in a prisoner swap for U.S. basketball star. I, th- now that seems a little much. U.S. basketball star? Look, I don't. No disrespect to Mrs. Griner, but said he wished her good luck on the tarmac in Abu Dhabi where they were exchanged. Bout, who spent 14 years in U.S. jail for arms trafficking, money laundering, inspiring, inspiring to kill Americans, was swapped on Thursday for the basketball star jailed this year for bringing cannabis vape oil. We shouldn't have done that. Uh, Russia's FSB security service released images. You know that moment? She had a very, I think Brittany Griner had a very human experience, right? That moment where we all do something, and then we spend the next, in her case, nine months or so, wishing that we hadn't done it. She's like, damn, I wish I could have just lived without my vape. This, The Brittany Griner situation is the perfect anti-vape commercial. Enough of those silly ones where it's like change.org or whatever the hell it is. What is that called? The ones where they want you to stop vaping. Be the change. Whatever, dude. This is the best advertisement for to anti-vape people. Just show them what happened to Brittany Griner. And the vape industry will go away. You could end up in a Russian state prison. Huh? Imagine that 13-year-old being like, you want to smoke? You want to smoke vape? You go to Russian prison and end up on a tarmac in Abu Dhabi (laughs) and have me do it with my big eyes just staring into the camera you don't want to end up on a tarmac in Abu Dhabi getting wished good luck by Victor Bout and then yeah that's 
That's uh, that's a good anti-vape commercial. Speaking to Mar- Maria Butina, who's her who herself spent 14 months in U.S. prison for agis- for acting as an unregistered Russian agent and is now a lawmaker. An RT presenter about praised President Vladimir Putin, uh, whose portrait he said he had hung on his cell wall. Some major dick riding there, huh? You would never catch me hanging another man's poster on my wall. Asked about Russian's military campaign in Ukraine, Bout said he wished that Moscow had been able to launch it sooner. No, I wish, yeah, that's exactly what I would say, too, if I was stuck in a United States prison and I was Russian. No, I wish I would have done it sooner. Dude, dude, that's the most self-serving-ass shit ever. Dude, they should have done it sooner. If I had the chance and required skills, I'd join up as a volunteer. That's so, that's so pussy. That is so... Dude, I, I would join if I could. It's like some 60-year-old telling you to join the military. If I was young, I would do it. And young and able-bodied, I'd get over there and fight. And they're like, well, why didn't you do it when you were a kid? Grandpa? And he goes, well, because, you know, my knees, where my knees are, it's like the ultimate high school football star. He's the ultimate high, high school... I, if I had the chance and required skills, I'd join up as a volunteer as well. No. No, you wouldn't, you pansy. I saw a lot of people upset about this. It just doesn't doesn't matter to me. You know? I don't know. Maybe some things in life, maybe maybe they just don't matter to me. Everyone's mad like he sold AK-47s and bombs. Yeah, so do we, dude. America's best business is war. And you don't believe me? Read a book. Because I'm not going to source anything for you. But if you don't believe me, go ahead. Go ahead, look it up. America does war like nobody else. It's all we do. It's all we've done. Since we launched the Revolutionary War, signed that piece of paper, and our powdered wig ass was off to the races, we haven't stopped. And when we do stop, like pulling out of Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever, people get mad because they're like, hey, what are we going to talk about? What are, who are we going to be mad at? Come on, man. We need to get in a war. Who's got oil under their feet? Who has oil under their feet that we can say there's nuclear bombs here? <laughs> smells like nuclear bombs. <laughs> it's a nu- just some random country in the Middle East. Do you have nuclear bombs? No, no, we don't have nuclear. We don't even have... <laughs> we don't even have an army. Well, you better get one. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that was dark, huh? People die. <laughs> people are dying. Um, speaking of people dying, uh, I went to uh, I went on an international trip this weekend. I went to Niagara Falls, Canada, for the for one of the multiple times we've been there. Dana and I went, and uh, we had an experience. It was a pretty good time. I feel like Dana and I look like the most unassuming people in the world because we end up at a bar. It was like a distillery, because you know, of course, and uh, we end up there. And we're sitting, and um, these two people sit down next to us. They hate their drinks. They got these, like, hot chocolates, and they wanted the peppermint chocolate rim. And the guy was so mad. He said he didn't even want it anymore. And I was oblivious to this because I was watching soccer, which, you know, shame on me. But I was, like, I was involved. I was like, maybe I'll watch soccer. And I just couldn't care less. I have no idea what's going on in soccer. Here's my thing with soccer. When do the games end? Does anybody know? Because all of a sudden, it's a 90-minute game, right? And then all of a sudden... There's nine more minutes. 
Imagine if like the NFL was played like that. And they're like, it's a two minute drive. Maybe they have a minute 50 to play. Plus the eight minutes we're going to add on to the end of this thing. Or a basketball game. Oh, it's a big shot with 10 seconds left. He shoots and then there's two minutes to go. I just feel like soccer's making it up as they go. What, what are the rules? But anyways, I'm sitting there and these people, they leave, you know, they put $10 on the on the 10 Canadian, which is like seven here in the, here in the States. And, uh, dude, the, the bartender was like, what the fuck was their problem? And we're like, whoa, 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 buddy. We just met. And he's explaining to us. He's like, I tried to make them their drink. They thought it'd be stronger. I filled it up with rum. It was like a mint and blood orange hot chocolate. It was actually kind of good. It opens up your senses. Like It was like Vicks Vapor Rub is kind of what I can attribute it to. I know that doesn't sound appetizing, but give me a fucking break, dude. All right, I don't have the most refined palate in the world. So that was kind of how our weekend went. We were the most unassuming people. We sat at a sports bar yesterday, and this guy, he just walks up. He's like, you guys from Cleveland? Wearing Cleveland Browns gear because we're the saddest people. And he goes, you guys from Cleveland? Should I start Amari Cooper in my fantasy league? And I was like, uh, I mean, it's a lot of pressure to put on a stranger, but like, who else do you have? And he's like, Garrett Wilson. And I think his other guy was like, uh, I think it was like Justin Jefferson who's really good if you're unaware of fantasy football. And I go, well, you know, you shouldn't play Amari Cooper. And then Amari Cooper proceeded to catch the first pass of the game. And I was like, fuck, fuck, this guy's going to hate me forever. We're never going to speak again. I don't even know his name. And then Amari Cooper caught one more pass and the Cleveland Browns lost. Mm -mm -mm. I'll get to that. But anyways, we had a good weekend, man. It started off Thursday. We go up, we're driving. We drive through beautiful Buffalo, New York. Erie, Pennsylvania, you know, all the stops, all the fucking stops around the Seneca Trail, you know, the Seneca Territories in New York, um, where they love smoking cigarettes, uh, yeah, they love smoking cigarettes as Native Americans, that's their business, man, cigarettes and casinos, and you know what I'll tell you is back about Canada, cigarettes, people love cigarettes in Canada, but anyways, we're crossing the border, and, um, the guy, he's like, keep it. I'm about to hand him my passport card, and he goes, keep that. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, where are you headed? I'm like, Niagara Falls. He goes, why? And I go, uh, vacation? How long are you going to be here? I'm like, Sunday afternoon, probably. He goes, all right, have a good day. Didn't check our passport cards. Oh, he asked where we're from, too, and I go, Cleveland, and which is a lie. <laughs> and he, and he, uh... Doesn't talk to Dana at all, as he should, as he shouldn't. And I'm like, all right, uh, is that all? And he's like, anything else you want to declare? I'm like, no. And he's like, have a good one. Enjoy your stay. And on the way back, same fucking deal. He took our passport cards, like citizenship. And I'm like, uh, United States. And he goes, ma'am. And Dana goes, uh, United States. And they go, where were you? And we're like, we're literally on the fucking bridge that's in Niagara Falls, New York. And the guy goes, I was like, uh right down the street here. If you turn left, you end up at the hotel we just stayed at. And he, he I didn't say that. I wasn't a smart ass. And he's like, do you have anything? And I'm like, oh, just some beer we bought. Knowing full well, we bought way more than just beer, dude. Because <laughs> apparently there's a tax. How much alcohol can you bring back in the United States? This is what I need to look up because I might have broken the law. And I might be incriminating myself, but I'm already back, dude. What are you going to do? Tax me? How much 
Oh, and speaking of fucking tact, I have so much to talk about. How much alcohol alcohol is legal to drive to bring back to USA from Canada? Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, there is no federal limit on the amount of alcohol a traveler may import to the United States per person use. However, large quantities might raise suspicion that the importation is used for commercial purposes. We had a shit ton, so... I think you can bring up to 1.5 liters of wine. We broke that rule. Because we went to um, this great... Uh, this great winery, and we had ice wine, and which is just pure sugar. And apparently it takes 6,000 grapes to make one bottle of ice wine. And for reference, it takes 600 for a regular bottle of red or white wine. So that tells you how, how why it's more expensive, I guess. I learned a bunch of shit, dude. I learned for whiskey, you're not supposed to swirl it because you'll release some of the... You get the alcohol, not the whiskey notes. So you're supposed to raise it to your nose slowly and then take a huff of it. And then for wine, you're supposed to swirl it on your hand to open it up. It's called aerating. I don't know if you guys know that. You know, I'm classy. Went to private school. And, yeah, we had a great time. I was, uh, we were there. Some people were really weird about it. We were on this one tour where you had to sign up. It's not like you could just wander into these tours. You had to sign up. And the people were like, we don't even really like wine. It's like, what the fuck? Are you? They keep telling the guy that. They, like, interrupt him, like, yeah, we don't like this one. And they put it down. They put down, like, a whole glade, pouring you a pretty good-sized glass for a tour. And he's just, like, they're, like, oh. He's, like, all right, you don't have to drink it. He's, like, we won't. I'm, like, damn, they're probably American. All these fucking, these fucking foreigners coming up here just fucking making, wreaking havoc. And then we were on our way. We had to call it because my Uber app didn't work. In Canada, I know, this is the most boring story ever, but it'll get better. So my Uber app didn't work in uh, Canada, I guess. Dana had to do it, but we didn't know that. So we go to, we call a taxi cab. We get in. This taxi cab smells like cigarettes, and it's hot. I'm wearing three layers because we're going to be outdoors. We t- we're told to dress warm. And then we're, we're driving there, and I'm getting sick. And my tummy starts to hurt, okay? My tummy starts to hurt. My face is flushed white, and I'm like, this is not good. I'm starting to get, like, the hiccups, but what's coming with the hiccups is not air, okay? Just for your reference. I'll try to keep it as clean as possible. And I'm looking over at Dana. I'm getting really short with her. She's like, that looks pretty. And she's trying to make conversation. I go, yep. Because I'm not trying to, I'm trying not to take, like, too big of a breath because it smells like cigarettes. And it's gross. And I'm warm. And I'm sweating. And she's looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with this guy, right? Is he getting nervous because he's about to do something? Maybe pop a question? And so now I'm looking at her like, what? Like, I'm looking at her like, fuck, I don't feel good. And she's looking at me like, is everything okay? She like touches my leg. Is like, everything okay? In her, in her womanly way. And I go, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. And I'm just like, I like looked up. <laughs> I go on my phone. I open the maps and I look up how far away we are. And we were six minutes away. And I was about to puke. I swear. I'm like, this couldn't be the longest six minutes of my life. I've given some people a long six minutes, if you know what I mean. So, I'm, a, I'm a, if I'm lucky, of course. Maybe if I was drinking, maybe you get seven. And I'm sitting there. I'm getting ready to puke. And I get out. He's like, he's like, do you need a taxi back? 
Like, he had this weird accent. I don't even know what it was. He spoke good English, though, and he's like, good English, Ryan? And I'm, he's, he's like, do you need a taxi back? And we're like, I'm like, no, and I just get out. And I'm like, fresh air, and Dana's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, I was about to puke in there. She's like, why? I'm like, I was getting car sick. But I was brave about it. <laughs> I'm the bravest man in, in taxi riding history. Getting car sick on my 20-minute ride. But anyways, we get there. And then, you know, we're getting ready to leave. We call an Uber. I buy so much ice wine. I buy four types of ice wine now. So I have a combined, what's eight times four? 36, 3,600 grams of sugar in four bottles of wine. So that'll be good for me. A little fat boy ate so much this weekend. And you know why I got fat this weekend? I've been to Canada a few times. But I was never brave enough to try your signature dish of poutine. And I'll tell you what, Canada, I was unfamiliar with your game. Poutine goes hard. You guys are onto something. The guy asked me if I wanted gravy with my fries. And I said, come again? Pardon me? He goes, gravy. Would you like them wet? And I go, wet? Buddy, take me out to dinner first. Can I at least have this meal? And he goes, yeah. And so I got the poutine the next day. I got the gravy. Shit was good. I got the poutine. Cheese curds, fries, gravy. I want all of it. And that's why I'm being a fat boy. Now this week I got to eat salads. Fat boy's got to go on a diet. So we can all make fun of me together. Ryan, you're a big fatty. Dude, I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I had five bowls of poutine this weekend. Is that normal? Canadians, checking in? Is poutine, is poutine, like you guys eat it all the time? Is it like a normal dish? When do you have it? Do you have it before dinner, with dinner? Is it a dinner? Because we could put brisket on it one place. I'm like, no, no, no. I wouldn't want to touch God's creation of poutine and his fries and gravy and cheese curds. So I was unfamiliar with your game. I have to apologize. I was unaware of the level that poutine was, was, was working with. And then we're at Wayne Gretzky's place. We got some whiskey there. Um, apparently they do whiskey in-house. They have one of these, like, I don't know, the, this machine is like something like 160 grand or something like that. I could be could be underselling it. The Gretzky Escapes. We did a tasting. It was great. Um, then we did this journey, this, like, tunnel walk. You can go in the old power plant at the uh, Niagara Power Building. And you can go through this tunnel that they dug out, and you think about these people in, like, 1905 just digging a tunnel under the falls using remedial tools like chisels and dynamite and some cranes, and there was just masonaries putting bricks up, and we're walking in, and I'm just like, dude, this doesn't seem, you know, is this safe? Every time I'm like, eh, people are doing it. They wouldn't let us in here if it was going to collapse, right? And there's just water leaking from the ceiling. Mm-mm-mm. So we got some good pictures. Um, it's crazy, though, because people, I will tell you, maybe I'm alone on this. I'm into this weird little shit. So the first night we're there, you know, Niagara Falls is a pretty um, famous place. A lot of people know about it. So we go and stand at the edge of the falls. Like, we're, we're literally up to the edge of the Horseshoe Falls. And it was just us. We look around. It's just Dana and I. And it's just us. So at that moment in time... We were the only two people standing around the Horseshoe Falls at the at the break of the Horseshoe Falls. And I think that's pretty cool. The only two people in the whole world. 
Get on our level, man. Get on our level. Um, so yeah, that maybe maybe that's fucking lame to you, but fuck you. It's my podcast. Okay, I do what I want, and I'm drinking canned water. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, I gotta go on a diet, dude, because I ate like shit. I drank a ton, of course. Um, I don't know if I'm into whiskey and stuff. I just got some because I was there and I was feeling it. I don't know if I'm... I tried some good... There was actually some good red wine. I will give it up. There was some good red wine, mainly because it tastes like fruit. Um, and then we were there and this guy at the wine... This is my last thing about the wine tour. We were there and this guy took a picture. The guy was talking to us, telling us all about the, you know, the farm process there that they got going on, the vineyard process they got going on. And the guy walks up with his phone and takes a picture of the grapevine. And I, I couldn't believe it. I don't know. I don't know why he did that. And I was just looking at him after, like, what are you going to do with that? It was just like an any old grapevine. It was just a bush. Why did you need a picture of the base of the bush? Well, it's like he was up to something. And I don't know what uh, a powerful storm is set to hit the nation. With everything from blizzard conditions to tornadoes? Come again? What What is happening? Please don't tell me. You know, it's going to fucking hit it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Big nationwide winter storm set to bring everything from blizzard conditions to... U.S. over the weekend was hammered. The western U.S. Blanketing mountain areas with heavy snow is not set to traverse the nation. Threatening dangerous blizzard conditions, strong tornadoes, and flooding. Brandon Miller said it's going to fuck us. Um, blinding blizzard. The storm will strengthen as it travels eastward, bringing snow to the Rockies tonight with a foot of snow expected. The upper Midwest and the central plains case isn't us yet. Yet, The highest snow totals are expected in South Dakota and northwestern Nebraska. Nobody gives a fuck. Meanwhile, widespread area from eastern Wyoming and Colorado to western South Dakota and Nebraska will, all, will also have wind gusts as high as 60 miles an hour. So this doesn't affect us? No Ohio? Don't see Ohio. Let's fucking go, dude. Good luck with that, guys. Thoughts and prayers to people in those fucking states. Um, what else happened, dude? What else was your guys' weekend? I actually saw Santa Claus. Santa Claus showed up. We're walking. We were on our way to just... I think we were just going for a walk. We hadn't gone to this one part of the city, and we were walking. It was beautiful outside. It was cold. You know, the whole nine. It was a winter wonderland. There's lights. There's things to do. And we're walking, and we see this truck all illuminated. And Dana goes, is that the Coke truck? Well, I was like, what is that truck there? She's like, that's the Coke truck. I saw that it was supposed to be here. So we walk up to the Coca-Cola truck. And they gave us mini Coca-Cola Dream World editions. Why is that funny? Because I wanted to try it. So I just bought one from the Coke store. Like a fucking tourist. And I'm walking up and they're like, have a Coke. And I'm like, thank you. They must know I'm a shareholder. And then I, I'm like me and Warren Buffett. That's what we have in common. We're both Coke shareholders. And we're both white. And boring. And then Santa Claus is there. So if, you, if you're watching on... On the YouTube channel, here's Santa Claus. Me with Santa. And I walk up in my Browns hat. He said he's a 49ers fan. And I was like, Santa, can you give the Browns some luck this week? And he's like, ho, 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 I don't know if Santa has that kind of luck or power. And I go, darn. And then I walk away. And then that brings me to my next point. The Cleveland Browns suck again. 
can't play the Houston Texans every week. You know, I said that on Instagram and, and YouTube and, and TikTok, of course, where I post all these videos and people like them and comment and yell mean things at me. Like, ha-ha, who day? They comment that, you fucking weirdos. Who day? I don't know. Stop fucking asking. So the Browns lose. Deshaun Watson looks bad. I was told, and I'm allowed to say he looks bad, right? And now a lot of people are going to get mad at me, and a lot of people are going to say, like, oh, he's coming back from 700 days. Yeah, maybe it's not easy to take two years off of playing NFL quarterback. Have we considered that you can't just be taking two years off and come back at the same level you were before? Is that a possibility? I'm just saying. And when you guarantee a guy a 25% of the amount you bought the Cleveland Browns for, this is the risk you take. You purchase the Browns for a billion. You give a guy 250, 230. The risk you run is that he's not very good. If you've never even had him in the building. He never even threw a football for the Browns front office and coaching staff that made this decision. And they decided, hey, here's $230 million. So I am just really conflicted because... They told me that there was a plan to reintegrate him. I'm pretty sure he showed up October 11th and he was able to practice or at least work out. And everyone told me how sharp he looked and all this stuff. But now he sucks. And he does not look sharp and he does not look good and he does not, he doesn't look comfortable. Something is missing. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if it's the personnel. I don't know what it is. But when you guarantee a guy $230 million, you expect that he can cover up the warts you have, and you expect that in eight quarters of play against the Houston Texans, who suck, and the Cincinnati Bengals, who are good, but you expect more than one touchdown drive over an eight-quarter span. That's all I'm saying. No matter how long he's been out, no matter how, you know, no matter what the situation is, when you pl- the decision you made to play him, he must be ready. Or it's an economics decision because... He's making so much money. I don't know what it is. They have a lot more problems than just a quarterback. But that's what I've been saying for weeks and months and months. All summer, I was reminded that, hey, they have this guy who's going to play quarterback. I know, and it's a lot of fun on Madden because he didn't miss 700 days in Madden. He's just a computer-generated character. But in real life, there's ramifications of this shit, and it's another season wasted. And that's the reality is that, oh, it'll be next year. It'll be next year. When has there been a next year for this franchise? franchise when has there ever been a next year for this franchise when is the next year coming when does that happen enough of next year i want something to happen in a year i watch the games i do not care about next year will i watch yes am i stupid of course will i believe probably did i gamble on the browns to win yesterday of course i did because i was in canada and i was able to gamble and walk up put my money in and i suck at gambling dude i want you guys to know that If you're ever talking to me about gambling, just take what I say and probably do the inverse of it. But sometimes I get lucky and do something right. But usually I don't because I was looking at the Vikings and Lions and I was like, oh, the Vikings have a chance to clinch the NFC North. They're playing the Lions who are five and seven, but frisky. But they're the Vikings. They're 10 and two. And I kind of knew they were frauds. But I'm like, look, if there's one game they're going to come in, they get to play inside. There's no weather thing. You know, they play in a dome. I don't know why they do. I don't know why Minnesota decided to play in a dome. It's a huge advantage. If they play outside, see Buffalo Bills. But they they shit the bed. And I lost my two and I gave two and a half points. Then at halftime, I was like, wow, I'm getting them at four and a half. I'll do both. I still think they can win the game. And 
what do you fucking know? They lose. And I suck at gambling. And I was sitting there talking to my bartender friend, and I said, hey, look, I suck at gambling. And he goes, hey, me too. That's why I'm a bartender. And I was like, hey, man, that's funny. And then we never spoke again, and I'll probably never see that man again in my whole life. And I'll part you with this. I was on the elevator. Coming back from the parking garage, because I think I forgot my water bottle. Classic. And I, the guys go, these two guys get on. These two pretty unassuming gentlemen. Glasses. Uh, Horseshoe-style haircuts where they're bald everywhere, but, of course, in the form of a hair, horseshoe. And they have goatees. One of them taller, rounder. One of them shorter, stouter. And I, they look at me and they go, how's it going? I'm like, good. How are you guys? And they go, good. I'm like, where are you guys from? And they, they, one guy looks at me, the short little stout guy, goes, IT. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, IT. Because I thought it was going to be one of those Michigan things where they say like UP. But maybe there's a place called IT. And no, they meant information technology. They were working in the IT department of the hotel. And I wanted to punch them across the face for what they just did to me. They embarrassed me. They disrespected me. And I, was, I started just laugh. I just went, <laughs> you guys don't have sex, do you? That's what I should have said. And they could have come back at me and said, do you have sex? And I go, no, I can't get past. You know, the 15 minutes of crying I do before usually doesn't, doesn't keep her in the mood when I start crying and considering all my life choices before that point. So... You know, they'd both be right. The only thing wet after I get in the mood are the sheets from my tears. Well, follow me on all the links below. Love you guys. Subscribe, listen, whatever you got to do. Tell your friends. Love you. worth it.